For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is David Sabara, a professor of psychology at the University of Arizona. Welcome, David. Thank you. Good to be here. We've all seen or probably even experienced someone choosing their mobile phone over a human interaction, but rather than get into the discussion of whether that's good or bad, you've taken a different approach and have been looking at why mobile phones are so captivating for us. And it's not just the flashing lights, right? Sure, right. Yeah. Uh, I guess the motivation for this paper, this is a large review paper where uh, about to publish. We have forthcoming in one of the journals in psychology. And the real motivation here is to take a period of reflection and think about how our phones are affecting our relationships and why they exert such a powerful pull on us in general. What is what is the role of the phone in pulling us out of our here and now interactions and into a virtual world? And, and why are we so compelled to do that? So what do you think is it that compels us to do that? We take an evolutionary look, an evolutionary perspective on the emergence of close relationships, and we look at two behaviors, psychological behaviors that organize close relationships. These are our desire to disclose important things about ourselves and our desire to be responsive to others' disclosures. And when we do, when we look at these two behaviors, we see that they are among the defining features of how we interact on social media. So we are disclosing things about ourselves and we are compelled to be responsive about others' disclosures. Our central argument in the paper is that social media taps into a very fundamental, very old adaptations of the mind that are central to our survival in a new way and in a way that we weren't necessarily prepared or built to deal with. And this creates a conflict for ongoing relationships here now. So it's like the furthest outreaches of your social network are bombarding you in real time while you're talking to your wife and kids over dinner or your husband over dinner. But you have the same effects going on with your in-person relationships. Why is it that a mobile phone or something like that seems to pull people away? Well, I guess one way of thinking about it is that Arguments or potential conflict over divided attention is nothing new. You can very easily imagine um, someone getting upset with his or her spouse for reading the newspaper while she's trying to talk about what happened at work during the day. But we're making an argument that the phone presents us with a whole new set of challenges in that realm, and they're challenges that tap into the social brain and the social architecture of how we're in the world. And we feel a very strong desire to respond to other people because it's a way to build intimacy. Social media is sort of like social snacking, that you can do a lot of sort of interacting, and but it's not really a, a filling kind of meal. And you think that the mobile phone uh, reaction is something different than reading the newspaper or being engrossed in a book and not responding to the person sitting across the table from you. We think that people, we call it a responsiveness draw, that it's drawing people toward social media because it's cueing all these adaptations that we use to navigate our relationships so successfully, right? And they're very old modules of the mind that help us maintain intimacy, but they were designed in the context 
of very small kin networks in with face-to-face real-time interaction in mind for the primary purposes of promoting our survival and our uh, uh, evolution as a species. And, and from that emergence, you know, we, we talk about the idea of an evolutionary mismatch. And the evolutionary mismatch is when modern environments, new environments, cue ancestral adaptations, intimacy, uh, self-disclosure, responsiveness, in a manner that doesn't provide the same adaptive benefits. And that last part is very central, is that being responsive all the time on social media doesn't allow us to deal with what's going on in our immediate environment, doesn't help us in doing that. So we, are, we talk about this in the context of a mismatch. Thank you, David. These are fascinating yeah. things. Thanks You're for welcome. coming in. Thank you very much. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.